This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Recent production figures have analysts looking at near-term soybean supplies. USDA published its first crop production report survey this week and reported an expected 91 million acres of soybeans will be planted this year. That's a big increase over previous figures and also comes as corn acreage is slashed due to input price concerns. That acreage will be needed as soybean supplies are already tight, and Stonex analyst Arlen Suderman says export markets are looking for more of the oilseed. Well, we're seeing more of a tendency of China increasing purchases and shipments of soybeans. And so we're anticipating June, July, and August are going to be very busy export months for the United States on soybeans, further tightening our supplies. He says Brazil is the main competitor for China's soybean interests since the country, like the United States, sells whole soybeans for export that China can crush themselves. Legislation to reform cattle price discovery practices may be updated, but familiar positions are being expressed over the new bill. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel has more. A leading Republican on the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act says the updated changes of the bill were made to help strengthen producers' power in negotiated cash trade. Nebraska Senator Deb Fisher spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. She says the updated language of the cattle reform bill protects the contract of the producer and packer by disclosing the premiums paid by packers on a negotiated grid. That's going to recognize uh, premiums that, that these feeders can receive for their cattle. Because there's going to be, obviously, a grid that's out there. Uh, When they have a better grading on their cattle, they're going to get more for their price. They'll be able to negotiate that way. However, Ethan Lane with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association says packers are not engaging in those trading practices across the U.S., causing cash trade to be less competitive. Things that people are trying to figure out to make that work, the packers haven't engaged there uh, in in a real way. Um, I know those guys are still trying to make that work, but we've got to look for those options to make cash trade a truly competitive option in the regions of the country where it's not. It works in Iowa, it works in Nebraska and places like that, and guys like using it, and that's great. But if we're going to talk about making producers do something different in other parts of the country, we better have an option for them that, that's viable uh, rather than just a, a, you know, the force of regulation to make that happen. You can hear more price discovery conversation from Fisher, Lane, and Lee Richmuth of the U.S. Cattlemen's Association in this week's Newsmakers on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pegel. Crop insurance leaders say the industry is working to adapt to innovations in the space, but also say the process is filled with time and financial hurdles. New technology in the production processes can help manage risk for growers, something National Association of Wheat Growers President Nicole Berg says the industry needs more time to understand. I think that the crop insurance industry is definitely trying to implement the different technologies. I'm not sure they're there yet um, with regard to quantifying. You know, I, I think they know where they want to go and how to, and, but they're not sure how they're going to get there or how they're going to create that policy so there's no moral risk to the policy. But Tom Zacharias with the National Crop Insurance Services says the cost of innovation also has to be considered. The other side of technology and innovation is that's the return to risk from innovators and entrepreneurs. So trying to predict that from the standpoint of, oh, if we do something through 508H or this is part of the farm bill, then there's that element of entrepreneurship where if somebody builds a better mousetrap, 
they should be compensated and rewarded for it. He says making sure programs stay actuarially sound is of the utmost importance as the program works through the new innovations and tries to determine what those changes will mean for crop insurance. You can hear more from Berg, Zacharias, and other members of a risk management panel that spoke at the recent AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit in a recording of the panel on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm and ranch families care about their communities. Through the Harvest for All program, Farm Bureau donated the equivalent of 30.5 million meals in 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.